Hi and welcome to SCW here on YouTube.com. Thank you for choosing the channel and choosing the video. Please subscribe right now. Leave in the comments in the comment section. Please like and share the video as well. It's that time of year once again. That's right. It's the time we all look forward to. It's the WWE Draft. Who is going to be moving from one show to another? Will there be NXT call-ups? Will champions be moving over? Will teams be split up? All is going to be discussed here on SCW for the draft predictions. And I must admit, I think this is the most unpredictable year with the draft we've ever had. Because, to be honest, WWE are either playing their cards very close to their chest by the way they're doing things. Or they probably don't have a clue themselves what they're going to do. I'm going to let you decide already watching the video which one you think it is. But I've gone through my head what I think is going to be the most logical from what I've seen on WWE TV. And what I will say as well is what I'm going to predict is slightly different to what I want. So if you stick around to the end of the video, I will tell you as well what I want to happen in the draft. So let's get straight into it then, shall we then, with the WWE Draft 2021 predictions. I'm going to go through all the movers to Monday Night Raw first, then I'll go with all the movers to Friday Night SmackDown, because I'm sure the big question everyone is asking to the TV screen straight away is Roman Reigns and the Bloodline going to Raw as a prediction I'm going to predict, no, it's not going to happen. Fox will get their way. The Tribal Chief, the Bloodline, the Usos will all be staying on SmackDown. Therefore, Big E, the WWE Champion, will be officially a member of the Raw roster. Of course, he was a part of SmackDown. He won the WWE Championship a couple of weeks ago, cashing in on Bobby Lashley. He's sort of been on both shows since he will be officially on Raw, and he will be reunited with the New Day. That will be a thing going forward. It won't be like last year, where everybody was upset and annoyed seeing them broke up. They will be together again. And before we even talk about draft movies, we've got the likes of AJ Styles. We've got Omos as well. I'm sure that they want to Fast track to the main part of the card. Uh, we've got Randy Orton there. I'm sure Riddle will become a new star over the next 12 months or so. We've got lots of people that Biggie can be feuding with with the WWE Championship. That might give a clue to one or two. I might be predicting a move to SmackDown. But let's not forget Drew McIntyre is also after that WWE Championship as of Raw at the end of last week. So that would be another top contender now that Big E has wrapped up his program, it seems, with Lashley at this particular moment. Next, I'll be predicting Finn Balor to move to Monday Night Raw. I feel that he was on SmackDown just to have that match with Reigns. I feel now that we're at the draft, they will be on separate shows because Finn Balor only has one direction to go after losing to Roman Reigns, especially the way it happened as well with Extreme Rules. It's down the card. So to keep Finn looking strong, keep him on the opposite show to Roman Reigns. So for that reason, I move him over to Monday Night Raw. I'm also going to move Kevin Owens over to Monday Night Raw because KO just seems a bit lost in the shuffle for me. I'm not really a fan of this start-stop booking we've had with Kevin Owens for the longest time now. I think KO can offer a lot more to WWE. And of course, his contract is coming up at the start of next year. Well, if WWE want to keep him around, I would say now is a good time to put him in a prominent position I personally would turn him heel on night one on Big E and put him towards the top of the card. I think it'd be a fresh program to have as well. Uh, I'd be excited to see Big E versus Kevin Owens. So that's something I would like to see. And it would get him away from this sort of Corbin feud we've got going on right now. Because as much as I'm enjoying the happy Corbin gimmick, I'm not really enjoying the Corbin-Owens feud. So 
I like to see them separated on different shows. Let's go towards the mid card, and I can't believe I'm going to say it, but I'm going to move over Shinsuke Nakamura, the Intercontinental Champion, over to Monday Night Raw. We've never seen it, and I think it would freshen up the mid card instantly. Nakamura would have a whole host of new opponents to face. We could get Boogs over with him as well. And for me, I'm going to say I want Pat McAfee to come over to Raw as well. I hate the fact that they'd be split up in the draft, but for me personally, they're going to change at least one championship in this draft. I think that the mid-card titles are the most likely because that's a scene that would be instantly freshened up where you could move a lot of the superstars over, like an Apollo Crews, for example, would be good for them. But at the same time, I think the one key ingredient that would just freshen all those mid-cards up instantly is the championship. So you can guess where I'm going to go with this later, but for now, Shinsuke Nakamura is coming over to Raw with Boogs. And another person that he's familiar with that could be a future challenger, Cesaro. Kind of disappeared off TV lately. I've not seen much of Cesaro on my screen. Not enough of it anyway. I'd move him over to Raw. He can have some good lengthy matches on Monday nights. Get himself over like he was at the start of the year. Who knows? Maybe he can actually go back towards the championship picture once again because Raw for me is almost like a breeding ground of new stars. Let's not forget with the likes of Keith Lee that are going to be around on the show as well. Karrion Cross, Stars like that of the future. So I think Raw is going to be that show that's going to have Biggie that's going to beat some big established names to take over the mantle. And then I think it's going to be for those other stars for the future to get towards the top of card and get over on top of Big E and we can push Raw into the future. Let's turn our attention to the women's division and let me tell you probably the, some of the biggest moves from SmackDown to Raw are going to happen here during this next little period because I'm starting with Bianca Belair, the former SmackDown Women's Champion, this year's Royal Rumble winner and yes, it would take her away from Becky Lynch which in one way, I don't want to see. I want to see Belair and Lynch one more time. I want to see Sasha Banks thrown in for the triple threat. But I just feel the story, the way it was done at the end of Extreme Rules, was actually Belair and Sasha Banks. And it was kind of the fact that Becky Lynch was kind of in the way. We're going to finish off this Belair-Banks storyline. And I think Belair and Lynch will actually take place at a later date. Where perhaps WWE won't feel like they're doing an, a disservice, if you want with someone not going over because you know really with the, the real winner of that story needs to be Bianca Belair and that's the way she gets her credibility back well I think they're going to put her on Raw because long term she's going to be one to dethrone Charlotte Flair but in the meantime I mentioned the story with Sasha Banks so yes Sasha Banks is also moving to Monday Night Raw we're going to really freshen things up in the women's division because Raw really needs it they need star power they need fresh faces on there and as well it's been about five years since we've seen Charlotte versus Sasha Banks so that match would seem quite fresh again as well so I'd be down for seeing that uh, I'm going to move Carmella over to Raw as well I mean this one seems kind of almost obvious because Corey Graves is on commentary putting the couples together so Carmella to Raw she should get more TV time as well she's had a couple of spells going for the championship as well so she could be quite a useful hand for Raw. I'd be interested to see what she brings to Monday night. She's always been on SmackDown since so coming up in 2016. This would be her first time on Raw if she was to go over. I'm going to also move over Tony Storm. Let's be honest here. She's been feeding and catering since her first match with Zelina Vega, it feels. Look, Tony Storm, it feels like WWE made a mistake. They put her on SmackDown. Raw was the place that needed her most. I think they will address this here, especially the fact that I mentioned earlier, if there's meant to be a storyline thing with boobs going on, Let's put her on Monday night as well with that. But hopefully there's an extra hour of TV programming. We'll have time as well to put her in the ring. Natalia and Tamina have kind of been on Raw anyway. But they're going to permanently be on Raw. I want to see 
the women's tag team division really kind of take place mainly on Raw because you can have the contenders set themselves up. Even if the champions aren't necessarily on Raw, I want to see, you know, if we have one team on one show and one team or another, then the champions float in between. It just doesn't work for me. I want to see four or five teams on Raw and then we can see who the best team actually is and actually create a proper division, which is why, for another reason, I'm moving over Shotzi and Knox as well because they've not really featured on SmackDown either. So, yeah. A lot of changes to the women's division, a lot of fresh faces, and I would be keeping Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler around as well. So this is a heck of a division. You'd actually even argue that it's going to take quite a bit to get towards the top of the card. But you know what? If booked correctly, this could be one of the strongest women's divisions WWE has ever had. And I think Raw would have a lot of players here. So this is definitely a division I'd like to see. And when Alexa Bliss comes back, uh, I expect her to stay on Raw as well because I don't think the program with Charlotte Flair is finished. Even if it's she goes back to the goddess, she goes back as still this character. She was humiliated by Charlotte, so when she comes back, she's going to want her revenge. So WWE may want us to forget it four or five months' time from now, but it would make more sense for her to come back on Raw. Last up, before I go to NXT call-ups, there's a little teaser for you. Let's go for the tag team division. Of course, I mentioned Bianca Belair going to Raw, keeping the couples together. It only makes sense to bring the Street Profits over to Monday Night Raw once again, because the Street Profits, they've got a lot of energy, they get a lot of TV time, and it worked really well for them on Monday Night Before. On SmackDown, it worked really well at the start, but I feel like they haven't been as much on TV. They had a bit of a lull period around you know, when they lost the championships up until very recently. So it's only like the last sort of six weeks that I've seen the Street Profits really come back into SmackDown on TV properly. But I think they'd be on weekly without any issues if they were on Monday Night Raw. And one other team I want to see with more TV time as well, because I think they've got a lot to offer, is the Alpha Academy. I'm a big fan of Chad Gable and Otis and what they've done with Otis as well. Um, it's an incredible tag team. It's fun to watch. I do think these will be future tag team champions if they're moved over to Raw. I think they'd actually be the right team as well to actually dethrone RK-Bro when that does take place, whether it's Randy turning on Riddle or whatever it is, because Otis right now is being booked as a monster. He could be one of these people I spoke about earlier in the video about being a future person that's pushed towards the main event of the card. What about Big E versus Otis if they continue this Otis push for the next six months or so, the way they've been doing on SmackDown? I think a move to Raw could be a very clever and underrated move. We could look back at this in a year's time and say that was a very smart move from WWE. Last but not least from the tag teams, the Dirty Dogs, that's right, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, because a tag team division somewhere needs them, and SmackDown right now doesn't, so... From the process of elimination, let's put them on Raw. They're two very talented workers, but for some reason, they just don't really seem to get that monster push from WWE for whatever reason. So, yeah, it's kind of a bad name tag team. They put on some good work when they are in the ring, but, uh, yeah, I think Monday Night Raw is probably going to be the appropriate place for them. Perhaps a, a feud with the New Day. Go once again with the Street Profits. There's other teams like you know Mansoor and Mustafa Ali as well to tangle with. So there, there's some good tag teams in that division. And I would keep probably Korea and Gaza around as well. So that's a strong, healthy tag team division. Let's go to the NXT call-ups. And this first one I'm going to go with is Hit Row. And the reason I'm going from Hit Row to Raw, because if they go get caught up somewhere, Raw fits them perfectly and their gimmick. It's very edgy. And like you say... It's Raw. Now, the reason I'm going for this one, because Swerve is the North American champion, I would argue B-Fab in the ring isn't quite ready. Uh, but what I would say is, as a quartet, these four are really over in NXT. They've got the gimmick down perfectly. And if you use them to their strengths, goodness, you can really get them over in a quick way on Monday Night Raw. This could be the future of what we see 
on Monday nights. And the reason I put them in this is not necessarily because it's my choice, it's because I've seen a report that suggests uh, from WrestleTalk that actually Hit Row has been in discussion as one of the potential many NXT call-ups. So I've got quite a few lined up here for NXT that could be coming up. Next one I'm going to go with is L.A. Knight. Yeah, because on the mic, this guy is just, he's gold. He's like listening to The Rock. He's like listening to Stone Cold. He is just everything that you need to see from someone. So L.A. Knight, for me, definitely would be a suitable person for the Raw roster. I'd like to see it go down. Uh, he'd be good for the mid-card. I really would like to see him in matches like with Shinsuke Nakamura. Perhaps he gets his own talking segment. Maybe he has a, a, a voice-off with The Miz at some point. Who knows? It could be quite fun to see. Uh, I'm going to go with Frankie Monet next because uh, I believe with her she lost the championship match against Raquel Gonzalez on NXT this week. She doesn't need to be in this new vision of NXT 2.0. She's experienced. She knows what she's doing. She could be with John Morrison. I'd like to see them as a partnership. I think, you know, Johnny, you know, being the, mo the moist wanted, I think could be a fun gimmick with Frankie Monet by his side. I think they could really make that chemistry work together being, you know, husband and wife. I'd like to see it go down. Uh, Dakota Sky will be the next one. She's had some dark matches in WWE, and uh, I think perhaps even a potential team with Tony Storm wouldn't be surprised if they can't find anything really to do with these two. We're definitely working until they can get more established on Monday nights, so I wouldn't be surprised if that was a method they went down. But also, Dakota Kai, very talented. Tony Storm, very talented. I look forward to seeing what they can bring to a women's division. I expect it will be the Raw Women's Division because with Main Event as well, it just gives a bit more TV time for everybody. And speaking of Main Event, Aaliyah will be my next choice because for Monday Night Raw, put her there. She'll probably do more on Main Event than she would probably on Raw, but she's definitely an aspiring talent. WC something in there, they've called her from NXT. She was traded with Mandy Rose not so long ago. So let's see what she's going to bring to the table. Uh, last but not least for Monday Night Raw, and I'm really going out on a limb here. I'm doing a bold prediction because I don't know if this is going to happen. But if you don't go bold, what's the point? I'm going for Imperium to come to Raw. Now, I know Volta for the longest time has said he doesn't want to go and do full-time in the United States. And I've fully taken that on board before making this prediction. But the other two members of Imperium haven't been on NXT since the first week. They won a match. And then they've not been involved in the Tag Team Championship program that took part this past week. Volta, I haven't seen or heard much of since losing the NXT UK Championship. And I had heard reports that they wanted Volta over to the States full-time. And money can talk. I wonder if they look and turn around and say, Volta, we can make you the next big star. Because if Imperium wants to be on Raw, mark my words... They would not waste any time. They would hotshot Imperium towards the top end of the card. Volta is one of the best wrestlers in the world right now, clearly having five-star after five-star match. And I would love to see Big E versus Volta. So, yeah, make that happen. It's a bold prediction. Do we really think it will happen? I'm not entirely sure, but you've got to go bold, and that's what I'm doing today here on SCW. Imperium to Monday Night Raw. Let's move on over then to Friday Night Smackdown. Who is going to be moving over to Monday Night Raw? As I mentioned, the bloodline will be staying intact, and I do predict that the most obvious one of all of these draft picks is Drew McIntyre moving to Smackdown because he's done all he can do on Raw. I think he needs a fresh bit of scenery. If he stays on Raw, he's going to need to change up the gimmick. I think that's what's going to end up going down. Fans will eventually turn on Drew, especially now he is eligible to go back for the championship. So for me, I'd put him on SmackDown. I do perhaps maybe a rivalry with like Seth Rollins or something like that to start off with and then build him towards WrestleMania, perhaps even SummerSlam next year to be the one then that could then dethrone Roman Reigns. I need to have 
a long told storyline with Drew McIntyre. But I think Drew to SmackDown will be nice and refreshing to see. I'd be really up for that move. So I hope it goes down. One superstar that I think will be joining him is a long-time rival of Drew McIntyre's, Bobby Lashley, to SmackDown. Lashley's not been on SmackDown since 2006. In fact, he was on ECW more recently than he's been on SmackDown's roster. How shocking is that? I think he's going to bring the Hurt Business with him, and I think that's going to be a really refreshing set for Lashley because him on Fox on the blue brand against Roman Reigns and the Bloodline, I think that's a rivalry I really want to see. The only thing that makes me a little bit nervous about it is it's two heel stable. I don't want WWE to turn Roman Reigns babyface anytime soon, but I definitely want to see the bloodline versus the Hurt Business. I think if booked correctly, that could be a rival that could go on for months and could be excellent watching on our TV sets. And another superstar that would make great viewing as well is Brock Lesnar, the Beast Incarnate. Now, he returned at SummerSlam. He's appeared on SmackDown. He's due to next appear on Raw on the 4th of October, and Brock Lesnar currently on WWE's website, is listed under the Raw brand. So therefore, that's why I'm eligibly moving over to SmackDown as a SmackDown draft pick because we've got the match at Crown Jewel against Roman Reigns. And after that, when we've done Reigns versus Bobby Lashley, I want Lashley versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania next year. It just isn't any more simple than that. You could even do the triple threat with these three guys. It would be monster money. So that's what I want to see. I want to see it go down. So yeah, Brock Lesnar to SmackDown without any questions asked. Let's talk about the women's division then because, well, I mean, we gutted it, a lot of it, and put it on Raw. So we need to put some people over on SmackDown. And first and foremost for me, a, a long-term challenger would be great to see for Becky Lynch would be Rhea Ripley. Now, I know she's a tag team champion, and I said about, you know, the tag team titles mainly being on Raw. Well, currently, she can go on both shows. It's not an issue. And afterwards, when she loses that tag team championship, she can remain on a single star on SmackDown going for Becky Lynch. It's a match I'm really keen on seeing. I think Rhea Ripley, she's had her matches with Charlotte on Raw. She's faced multiple people on the Raw roster already. So let's get her over the SmackDown. Fresh matches there. When Bailey eventually returns, it's a match I really want to see as well. And I said that on the draft last year. So yeah, Rhea Ripley to SmackDown must happen in my opinion. Uh, Nikki Ash, also I'd move over to SmackDown because... Okay, the gimmick's quite fresh, it's quite new, but I actually would have a bit more faith in the SmackDown booking team and how to book this character on Raw. We've had some very cheesy lines which have come out of Nikki Ash, and I think we could get a better story out of SmackDown's creative team. So Nikki Ash to SmackDown, she can go for Becky Lynch as well. We've seen her versus Charlotte Flair, so let's freshen things up and bring her over to the blue brand as well. Speaking of people that need freshening up, and I said a few people that were desperate for a move in the draft, this one needs it more than any. Oscar, a former... Raw Women's Champion, former SmackDown Women's Champion. She's been someone that's been holding the championship consistently until she lost it earlier this year at WrestleMania. And since then, Oscar's really fallen off the radar. She's taken some time off now, it feels. She's been healing some injuries. I think it was her teeth and also she's had her arm wrestling. Bring her back, and in my opinion, Bring her back as a heel. Rather than seeing the same old Oscar-Becky Lynch match, we've seen that before. Let's have a heel Oscar going against a Nikki Ash or a Rhea Ripley. I think it would be fascinating to watch Oscar as sort of that second person in line. If Becky Lynch wasn't the champion, that's your next one that you'd put there as the contender going for the babyface champion. I'd be down for that. I think it would be really, really fun to see. I'd also move over Eva Marie to SmackDown because, well, when she was on SmackDown before, WWE found TV time for her. It doesn't matter what show she's on, she's going to get TV time, but I need her away from Dewdrop. That feud is really doing my nutting. I can't watch it anymore. So let's split them up in the draft 
Let's have Dewdrop on Raw as Piper Niven as she should be. Let's have Eva Marie on SmackDown away from all the silly booking she's had on Raw. And let's see what can be done for her on SmackDown. Let's go to the mid card of WWE. And I've changed over the Intercontinental Championship to Raw. So I'm going to need the United States Championship on SmackDown. So oh yes, I'm going to be moving Damien Priest over. Priest has been arguably one of the best booked superstars since his debut to the main roster. Of course, he debuted at you know around Royal Rumble season. He was you know aligned with Bad Bunny all the way to WrestleMania. Got that WrestleMania moment. He's since gone on to become United States Champion. He's gone on a hot winning streak as well, defeating the likes of Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. So to be fair here, and Jeff Hardy as well, I would say that Damian Priest would be doing very good if he stayed on Raw right now. But as I've moved over one champion, I've got to move over the other. Damian Priest, for me, I think long-term could become Universal Champion or WWE Champion in the company. I actually have him as a Dark Horse Royal Rumble winner at this point. So, for me, moving over to SmackDown, like I said earlier, he'd have fresh opponents, the likes of Apollo Crews, the likes of Sami Zayn in there. So, he's got people he could be facing for the next few months that can keep things interesting until WWE wants to pull the trigger and hotshot Damian Priest towards that main event picture, which I do believe he could do on SmackDown. Next, I mentioned his name already, Jeff Hardy. Well, Jeff Hardy has spent most of his time on main events since moving over to Raw last year. He was a big deal on SmackDown last year, so I'm hoping he comes back over to the blue brand. I think that uh, he'd be in and around the mid-card, no doubt, but I mentioned some people there already in the last you know, pick who we could feud with, Apollo Crews, we could have, you know, all sorts of people we could feud with. It'd be quite fun seeing face Roman Reigns. So let's have Jeff Hardy back on SmackDown with a bit more credibility. No more words is here. So yeah, I'm down for that. Let's move Jeff back to the blue brand. I'd also move over Ricochet because Ricochet would be outstanding on SmackDown. He's a highlight reel in himself. Put him in the ring. Pat McAfee on commentary. This guy's going to get over a lot better than what he currently is on Raw. Currently, what, chasing the 24-7 championship? No, thank you. Ricochet is much better than that. Should be at least in and around the mid-card. Yes, he's not the strongest on the mic, but you know what? He makes up for it in other ways with watching in the ring. He's a spectacle. He's a wow factor when you go to watch him live. So Ricochet, the SmackDown for me, would be a good move. He's currently lost on Monday nights. He is one of the superstars of many that is desperate for a fresh start. Let's add another more couple of tag teams into the mix. As I said already, we've got like the Usos and we've got the Hurt Business, which would be a fun program to see. Why not add the Viking Raiders into there? Because I've not seen the Viking Raiders versus the Usos yet. That would be a fun few to see. And I think the Viking Raiders have always been on Monday Night Raw up to this point. So fresh scenery for them. They'll probably get some good TV time. Like I said, I've got more faith in the SmackDown booking for these characters if you want so yeah it would be interesting to see how they'd be on the dynamic on friday nights as well as that the powers of pain of course i'm talking about t-bar and mace got to throw in an 80s reference when i see these two they have potential t-bar and mace but they've not been booked that way on raw for the longest time so again a fresh start put them on smackdown this we could be looking at t-bar and mace in about 12 months time as like the next alpha academy and like think how good they've been sort of carefully booked over the last sort of 12 months so that's what i want to see for them moving over to smackdown we'll have to see if that's how it would go down so let's go then with the nxt call-ups then and we'll start with eo shirai because i feel that eo shirai has done all she can do in nxt yes she's still nxt tag team champion but it's time to bring her up to the main roster in my opinion i think smackdown would handle her better i think you'd have a dream match against oscar or you could have them as a tag team like i say you've got the women's tag team champions currently on this show if they lose the belts people 
Edwards still can go over the SmackDown. It's trying to make an actual tag team division in WWE. A lot more women being used in WWE, I think, would really benefit things going forward. So, Io Shrive Meek will be a big-time move. And like I said, we've got other people still on the roster, like a Liv Morgan, Selena Vega... People like that that are there. So I think that would really benefit uh, having this roster of women on WWE. And I think that we could utilize that a lot, lot better. Next, I'm going to go with Legado del Fantasma. Now, there might be minus Carmen Electra because I'm not sure she's quite ready for the role on SmackDown just yet. Only had a couple of matches, but she does look quite good in NXT 2.0. I'd like to see her continue that for the time being. But for the other three members, Santos Escobar, we've got Joaquin Wilde and Raul Mendoza. I would love to see them on SmackDown. I think they'd be awesome for the SmackDown brand. Think about the Mysterios as well that are on this show right now. You could have that feud going on between those two teams. Maybe that's the, the trigger that you get that perhaps maybe Dominic finally turns on his dad and then you start a feud off going there. Perhaps Santos is to do with it as well. It could be quite a fun feud if it was played out correctly. I would also have Kushida on SmackDown as well because you kind of have to try and make him feel special somehow. And I think NXT has really done a bad job of doing that over the last two years. It's not worked down then. Sometimes people it doesn't work for an NXT. It works much better on them when they go to Raw and SmackDown. I don't have much faith really that that would happen still with Kushida. But at this point... You've got to do something with him. So I put him on SmackDown. Try and make him a spectacle superstar. You can start him off with the likes of Jeff Hardy, Ricochets, Apollo Crews, Sami Zayn type level performers. Have great matches. And maybe you might push Kushida to the mid-card title or the next level. Hopefully they could do that in WWE. Next will be Cameron Grimes. Because Cameron Grimes is a character. He's a great character. And I think under WWE's you know, booking with Vincent Mann, I think they're going to love what they could do with Cameron Grimes. And for me, a ready-made feud in there. Cameron Grimes, a guy with a lot of money against Happy Corbin, a man with a lot of money. I think that'd definitely be a fun feud to watch play out on SmackDown on a weekly basis. So for me, that would be my instant call up Cameron Grimes to SmackDown. I think it would be fun to see. And I think it'd fit in well with that roster with the array of talent that's there on SmackDown. So that, I think, would be a better placement than Raw. Raw, even though there's more TV time, there's a lot more superstars on there. It's easy to get lost. So Grimes for SmackDown for me. Last one I'm going to say is Austin Fury to SmackDown. He's been doing a number of dark matches on WWE shows, not as of late. So it looks like he'll be moving away from the way. And I'd have him on SmackDown. And we mentioned Corbin a minute ago. We've had him with Riddick Moss uh, joining. That we're really happy and obnoxious sort of stable, if you want, or team. Let's make it a stable. Add Austin Fury to it. I think at this point, Fury would be better as a follower if he has to be on a show. Although, in my personal opinion, I think he has the credentials of what NXT 2.0 is looking for. He's you know still in his 20s and has got plenty of time behind him. I personally would prefer to see him remain on NXT and be pushed as a you know towards top guy over there. Have two years or so and then be brought into this sort of picture but it feels like at the moment that WB sees something in bringing him up now so if he's going to be brought up now I think Smackdown is the right place for it so that's my predictions there for Raw and Smackdown what I think will happen there so it's the Raw roster and the Smackdown roster and as I said there for you I personally want a different scenario to play out and I'm just going to go and spend a couple of minutes saying what I want to play out because I feel that the bloodline should go to Raw now I know it's against what Fox would want but if you can have that sort of stuff going on on Raw you could have Big E and the New Day on Smackdown with Drew you've got Edge you've got Seth Rollins on Smackdown which would make a lot of sense perhaps Keith Lee could move over there as well you'd still have a very strong top end of the card when you look then with Raw with having the bloodline it's that injection of instant Instant ratings being helped for Raw. You can still do the stuff with the Hurt Business over there. That would be a lot of fun to watch. As for the women's divisions, 
like I said, I want uh, Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks all to remain on the same brand. It wouldn't surprise me if you'd move Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch over to Raw as well, but I don't think that's how it's going to quite play out. I think you need people like that to remain on SmackDown. Bianca Belair and Charlotte Flair saying I'd like to see in the long-term direction definitely towards WrestleMania season. So those are the things that I really want to see happen. But I think as you look overall, regardless how the shows play out, I've kind of got one show that's kind of like the ready-made star power and the other show that is the stars of tomorrow. And I've kind of gone with Raw for the stars of tomorrow, which I know may not help Raw's ratings overnight, but definitely they've got people that they want to push towards the top. And you can see the way that they put book and protect people like Omos, for example. You know they're going to put him up there eventually. And he does have a wow factor when people see him. People do get behind the way he's been booked. He has been booked very well to this point. And I would say as well, once Riddle has his program with Randy Orton, this time about three to six months' time, probably at WrestleMania likely next year, I expect Riddle to be one of the top guys on the Raw brand moving forward, Riddle would almost be become like the new form of RVD. So it's going to be interesting how it's all going to play out. But now you've heard my opinion. Now it's time for me to hear your opinion. I want to know in the comments below who you think is being drafted where and who do you want to see drafted in the WWE Draft 2021? Which show do you want them on? Which NXT call-ups do you want to see? Let me know right now in the comments below. If it's your first time watching, then please like the video, share with a friend as well, spread the word of SCW, really, really does go a long way, and subscribe to the channel as well, and hit the bell, turn it on as well, so all on the settings, so you're actually notified each and every time a new video is released. It is officially draft week as well here on SCW, so more draft videos are on the way. In fact, Wrestling YouTube will have their say on this channel. That video is dropping tomorrow. There'll be draft results as well, a draft Q&A coming up, so plenty to keep an eye out and look for over the next few days on the channel. But that's all for me anyway. Thank you for watching. This has been SCW Predicts, the WWE Draft 2021. Thank you for watching. Have yourselves a great day, and I'll see you next time. All the best.